Hi, welcome back to the Digest F1 podcast. My name is Aliyah. I am here with my older brother, Arvin. What's up? So today we're going to be talking about the um, 2021 Portuguese Grand Prix. So um, let's talk about the lineup. Qualifying first, we had Valtteri Bottas, which is new for me because I never saw him like in that light, really. I yeah, never... so um, after like a pretty bad showing over at MLA, uh, our last couple of weeks, um, he finally got a decent run in um, Portugal uh, today. I think this is like 17 poles for him now. Mm-hmm. I think like most of them came, I think all of them came from when he moved to Mercedes because mm-hmm. he used to drive for, for Williams before. Uh-huh. Yeah, so um, qualifying was, it looked pretty much the same as it does uh, Mercedes the last Red couple of years. Yeah, Mercedes, Red Bull, Mercedes with a, a 1-2 in qualifying and um, Verstappen with third place. So, uh, overall, this is not a race we would call very exciting, like the last two races we looked at. It was so boring to me, yeah. honestly. So, she finally got to experience her first boring race because the the thing about F1 is anything could happen and in that space of anything could happen means absolutely nothing could happen for an hour and a half a racing. <laughs> There's like a few incidents that happened, but for most of it, it was a pretty clean race. Everybody raced a good race. Even people like Mazepin didn't spin out this uh this race. <laughs> he actually had a somewhat decent race, you know, as decent as a Haskell mm-hmm. could get. Mm-hmm. I mean, not as decent as teammate because, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so the first big thing that happened, uh, we had a, on the on the second lap, we had a safety car come out because Kimi Raikkonen crashed into his teammate, um, Antonio Giovinazzi, and lost his front wing. And it, it, it was... It, I mean, we we thought that this race was going to have a bit of excitement again because yeah. the, the last two ones were... Like, there were a lot of yeah. stuff going on in the first couple of like, laps. I was expecting, like, when that little exciting thing happened, that more exciting things would happen, I will tell you now, I was completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, it actually kind of looked like he was maybe going to make it out, but the wing got stuck, like, under his car, and he mm-hmm. just kind of went... Because it was on the, um, the start-finish straight. It was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right before they crossed into... Or right there after they crossed the line for the second lap. For the second lap, yeah. Because yeah. I remember they had to go through the pit lane for yeah, because yeah. of the debris on the track. Um, so it looked like he would maybe not retire, but uh, he just looked like he couldn't stop the car because it was stuck. And he just got stuck in the gravel trap and he retired on the second lap of the race, which, I mean... Oh, you know, fun fact about Kimi Raikkonen... Uh, his he started his career in two thousand, right? Mm-hmm. So he's been here for twenty one years in F one. Mm-hmm. I think he has the most races raced in F one, the most um race starts in F one history. Well, well, yeah. I think he has. Well, he has the longest career right now. Well, yeah, he's basically <laughs> like a grandpa playing with his grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So at uh, the safety car, we had the safety car out for like a good while. Um, I think it. Uh, it went back in in about lap six. Uh, I think, because yeah, it was, it was lap six that went back in. So there's a decent amount of debris that had to clear off the track. And then right as the green flag, uh, right as they resume racing with the green flag, my, um, turn one was a very popular turn mm-hmm. for overtaking and, um, yeah. on, on this circuit in Portimao. Uh, uh, Max like, took second 
from Lewis. Like he just like dove up the uh yeah, did he dive up the inside or did he go out? I think he went outside. He went around them outside, flat out. Bro, and I'm gonna be with you. This is a boring race, I don't remember. <laughs> I mean that's why we take notes, no? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Cause you can't remember everything, especially in cases like this when mm. nothing happens. Yeah, true. Yeah, most of most of the stuff we have on notes is just like a, a few overtaking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so then Max had that second position for about four laps or so, five laps, and then Lewis retook the <laughs> retook second in the exact same place on lap eleven. <laughs> um, and then again, nothing happened for a good few laps. Uh, Bottas was running into it. He was looking really really quick. Um, then Lewis regained second and then Max was running third. Um, you know who had a really good uh opening lap? It was uh Lando Norris. Yeah, he I did. think Lando started in seventh place. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Lando started in seventh place and by the time they got to like the fourth corner or something, he was up into like fourth. He was fourth, yeah. Fourth of it because Sergio Perez who started in fourth got a pretty terrible run. Um, and he started the race. So it was also a pretty good day for, for Lando. Uh, let's see what else happened. Um, I don't know, a bunch of people got track limit notifications because uh, this this circuit is pretty tricky with track limits. Yeah, because of how the um, different elevations. Yeah, that too. And a lot of the corners on the circuit is no lift corners. So they just go through those corners with their foot fully down on the... Um, mm on the throttle you know what corner really freaked me out like i expected something to happen a little hairpin corner yeah. i always expected something to happen yeah, hairpin corners are relatively uh relatively uneventful a good bit of times there are sometimes uh where people like clip each other and maybe a guy get like flipped over and then so it's happened it's happened in the past but for the most part uh hairpin corners are relatively uh relatively uneventful uh yeah so actually speaking of like track limits um there was like a on Saturday in FP2, I believe, in free practice too, they had a bunch of lap deletions. Like, people were just um, getting track limit, uh, oh, yeah, track times that. deleted. They did, like, 35 laps or something. Yeah, they deleted. Like, a whole a whole bunch of practice laps got deleted because they were um, slightly going off circuit. They, wasn't, they, they weren't even going off by that much, you know, but mm-hmm. because of how strict the track limits uh, rules are, the smallest mm-hmm. thing that you go over... Mm-hmm. They delete your lap. That's how Lando lost, like, um, I think I think he lost, like, pole in Imola. He lost pole in Imola? Oh, he, yeah, he lost a pretty good position in Imola um, because he got his track time deleted. Damn. Yeah, so track track limits seem to be a thing. So um, a, a couple of people got a, a bit of a notification for track limit, uh, Yuki and George Russell and stuff. That's something I noticed with Yuki too. He just get a lot of track limits in his race. Yeah, Emma, he had a pretty he had like, bad day with track limits. Yeah, he really did. Cause um, I think he 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 got track limit notif- He got warnings like about three times. Three times. And, and then, then he got a white flag, I believe. A white black flag. White black. So flag. it's basically like, dude, this is your last chance. If you don't stop, we're gonna give you a time penalty. Mm. And even if after they give him a time penalty and he continues doing it, like hypothetically, mm-hmm. you could get like a black flag. And once you got a black flag, that's it, you're out. You're disqualified from your race. Damn. You know, I never I don't think I ever <laughs> explained like the flags to you. You did not. 
I mean, the flag's pretty straightforward. I know but green I feel flag like, basically means do whatever you want. No. Well, green flags is like resume recent. So this is our huge tangent we're going on here. Yeah, we are. But like, well, we have nothing to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> well, yellow flags are like um, caution. So once those come out, you have to slow down to a certain pace. So that's the flag that's come the, out with the safety yeah, car. Yeah. Okay. So, but it also comes out like if it have less less severe things. So they, call, they have some call of virtual safety car. This is getting way out of off topic but they have some called a virtual safety car which is you have to do the same thing you have to do on that safety car except no car comes out oh yeah silly. so basically you have to slow down to a certain speed they call it delta mm-hmm. and you can't overtake and stuff and then mm-hmm. green flag is resume racing uh let's see blue flag that is let the person behind you pass mm-hmm. so it's mainly like used for people Teams. who get in lapped mm-hmm. no, no, no no just lapped uh, in general team orders mm-hmm. like if if one guy running first and the other his teammate running second and the team tell him tell the guy in first uh, um let his teammate let through. his teammate through mm-hmm. uh, technically that's not allowed but they can't really enforce it mm. because they could use codes and everything yeah and you know yeah so um no so blue flag is so if a car getting lapped mm. yeah a blue flag will come up to say get out of the way of the car behind you because they want to pass yeah and then uh. We talk about white, black, and black flag, and and there's a couple other flags, but not really as important to the conversation. Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lewis, uh, Daniel Ricardo also had a pretty good day. He had he had a pretty bad qualifying. I think he qualified in like sixteenth. What? Yeah, which um, I'm I'm pretty surprised about Daniel's uh, uh about Ricardo's results so far in at McLaren because. Um, he he's a like certified race winner. He's he has uh, like at least seven races under his belt, right? Mm-hmm. He's won seven races S- back when he was with Red Bull, but he knows he's a race winner, right? He's a damn good driver. So it's kind of weird seeing him get um just outpaced by by Lando. But I guess Lando is more used to the car. He's been with McLaren for four years now, mm-hmm. and uh, for the last four years, also Dan Ricardo has jumped around between teams. He spent two years at uh, Renault after he left Red Bull, and then now he um now he back to he he at McLaren now. Mm. Yeah, so uh, after running for like nine, ten laps as um in second, Lewis finally overtake uh Valtteri in like lap twenty. Mm. It says on the notes here, <laughs> because this is so so not memorable. We had to require it. We had to watch the notes. A lot more than we usually yeah, do. We do. <laughs> so he got him back on like lap twenty, and um, Lewis Lewis basically led the race f- for most of it. Yeah. yeah. He did. After he got past Valtteri, he just like completely like went off. There was no like catching him, mm-hmm. and then, and then on the notes here we have we had uh when when Bottas was in first he we we had Bottas is pretty rapid dude, and then uh, when he got past. Uh, she wrote in but has not so rapid anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um the first set up of stops happened in um lap 36 uh max was the first one one of the first front runners to come in and pit mm. um on lap 36 and then uh valtteri come in second and lewis came third um and after lewis came in uh sergio perez who was running fourth or well, third by that time, uh, he actually got the lead 
and he actually led the race for a good few laps. Yeah, he led the race for like the majority of the race after that. As soon as Lewis got his tires on, mm. um, and that happened in maybe like lap thirty eight or something, uh, Perez led all the way to like lap sixty four, I believe. It was sixty four, really. Yeah. He, I knew he... Oh, no, no. He led all the way up to lap 52. Yeah. Because uh, they they ran Perez for a long time because he started off with, I think, mediums. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no. Or maybe hards. I don't think mediums would last 50-some laps. Yeah. I think they started off, start off on hards and they kept him out for, like, the entire race. Yeah. And, and only on lap 52 out of 66 they brought him in. Mm. Yeah, so... He that was like the first time he ever led a race. Like he won a race last year, right? The mm. Sakir Grand Prix he won. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was still with Racing Point last year, which became Aston Martin. Oh. Yeah. So this was the first time he's led a race since that race. He hasn't led a race since then. So like almost a, a year. No, that was like the latter half of last year. Remember, a good bit of last year got oh, cut yeah, and got it started cut late because of because, because of COVID. Yeah. So. Mm, nothing again nothing nothing of note really happened uh i said earlier in the in the episode um in the episode in the episode that uh master spin had a fairly uneventful race <laughs> you just called him master spin <laughs> all right you see that's what i get for listening to you when i'm writing notes <laughs> So Mazepin had a like I, I said earlier that he had a decent race and he he didn't do nothing too bad, you know, as much as I may not like the dude or we may not like the dude, we're not big fans of him. I don't think anybody with morals are. But uh <laughs> uh I can't knock like he he's a decent enough driver. He drives an F one, so you know he could drive a Well, I know nothing about F one, so I could knock him if I want to. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, so um he was running like decently for the entire race. So when I say decently, I mean last place. Uh, <laughs> last place. So when I say decently about anything about Mazepin, it means running last place without incidents. Mm, nice. Until lap fifty two. <laughs> <laughs> lap fifty two, he decided to not get out of the way for um Valtteri Bottas, and he got a blue flag. Uh, he got a warning for ignoring blue flags, and then he got a five second time penalty. No, it wasn't Bottas. It was Perez. Was it? Yeah, cause bo- cause we saw the little magnifying glass on by Perez name and ah yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you see look she pays attention sometimes <laughs> so um ooh Mick Schumacher finally got to do some racing today like normally you know that house is stuck in last place yeah or house nine, cars yeah. suck they they stuck there so Mick Mick is obviously like for the last few races he's been ahead of. Mazaspin, I don't think Maz. Uh, oh my God, I did it again. <laughs> this is not professional. Uh, he he's been ahead of Mazaspin, uh, like for the last few races. But he actually got to do some racing with uh Nicholas Latifi, who did not have a good race. Uh, he qualified pretty low compared to George Russell, his teammate, who qualified in eleventh, who also didn't finish well because I don't know what Williams is doing because they had a terrible strategy for pitting and stuff. But yeah, so um, Mick got a little bit of battling with uh, with Latifi, and he actually finished uh, he finished eighteenth place. Yeah, so um, and so wait, no, he finished seventeenth, cause Latifi would have finished eighteenth. Yeah. 
and uh well Mazapin in 20th <laughs> yeah so he got him on like lap 63 so it was like coming up to the end of the race i don't even know if you were like even in it anymore i was i was done honestly like i was so tired because it wasn't it wasn't exciting you know yeah, i mean my adrenaline. this is f1 dude like for the most part it's pretty it's, unpredictable it's, yeah it, it's an unpredictable thing and in that unpredictability <laughs> a completely boring race is an option Jeez. um one one funny thing that happened though is um they brought uh they brought Valtteri Bottas in in lap 64 and they were trying to get him uh to go to do fastest lap to get the extra point because I don't know when this happened, but apparently, as I mentioned in the last episode, when you get the fastest lap and you're in the top 10, mm. you get an extra championship point. So they realized Valtteri was in fourth mm-hmm. and he wasn't going to get um, he wasn't gonna get a podium. So this, they decided to bring him in on lap 64 because he, he had a decent enough lead to uh, the guy in fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, so they brought him in. Um, they put on some soft tires. Mm. And they tell them, bro, just go out, yeah. <laughs> try to get fastest lap, get a little extra point as a consolation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and and uh, I think Red Bull did the same thing with Max because Max wasn't gonna get second. He was too far behind. Um, he was no. No, he, he wasn't was gonna, gonna get second. He, he wasn't gonna get first. He was too far behind, behind Lewis. Lewis yeah. So they did the same thing with Max. They put some tires on him, mm-hmm. and I tell him. Go try to get the uh, fastest lap. Yeah. And he actually got the fastest lap. He did? Yeah, but nice. right as they were going on the podiums, the lap got deleted for track limits. Oh, so Valtteri, Valtteri Bottas got the fastest lap of the race and he got the um the extra point. Well, one, one funny thing that was happening is when Lewis Hamilton was finally passing Sergio Perez because Sergio Perez was on such, on such old tyres. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lewis Hamilton had better tyres and then he was passing him. Lewis was like blue flag, blue flag, and his engineer had to come on the radio and tell him, <laughs> "No, you're racing him. He just hasn't stopped yet." <laughs> to Perez, because Perez stayed out like that. I have not seen that. He's very good. Like there's a thing about him. He's very good at conserving tires. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen a team do that. I think the strategy was to try and um, to keep him out and hope for a safety car, mm-hmm. to try and um, pit on the safety car to game back into the race because at that point if they had pitted him he would have lost too much position and stuff. Else, yeah. yeah it was it was a pretty like m- most of the most of the exciting stuff happened um in strategy much less so on the um on the track on the track itself yeah, yeah so like i say here max laps got max lap gets deleted um but i stayed fast slap um so yeah lewis lewis again predictably won the race uh he raced up damn good race Mm. Uh, it was it was really really good um max second and uh who came third <laughs> i don't even I remember no <laughs> I have no this is slightly embarrassing it's not really embarrassing we were just really tired <laughs> i no i think potas finished it was it he did yeah and perez fourth yeah, Bottas finished yeah, it. Yeah, Bottas finished it. Yeah, so it was uh, Max split the uh the Mercedes one two, mm. on the podium. Mm. Max Max uh, he was the, the Red Bull really struggled. I was surprised because this season the Red Bulls look really 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 good. Mm-hmm. But this race they struggled. I don't know if it was the track. 
probably track true. temperature. Because remember, the, that they have news that track in years. You were showing me like, the last Actually, time they used that track was like 1990 something. They, they used the track last year because they had to like throw together a calendar for 2020. Mm-hmm. So um a lot of the places they they redid races like they did two races in um in they call Sakir and in Bahrain mm-hmm. they did the Bahrain Grand Prix and the Sakir Grand Prix mm-hmm. so they changed the layout of the track slightly so they use the outer layer for the uh, the outer ring of the track for the bar um uh, for the Sakir Grand Prix mm-hmm. and they use the regular track for the Bahrain Grand Prix which they used for the first race this year. Oh okay okay. Yeah so like they had um like a couple of races in like Italy and things like that and a couple of races in like Austria and then they had it at the Red Bull Ring and they had the Styrian Grand Prix which is in the Styrian Mountains in Austria. So yeah, they had to throw together um a bunch of races for the twenty twenty calendar. So before last year when they used Portugal, this is Portimao um circuit they used mm-hmm. before they used the circuit last year, the last time a F one race was held at the circuit was in nineteen ninety six. I think uh, Jacques Villeneuve won that race. You know as well? Uh, we weren't even born yet. No, we weren't. We were I mean, you were far away. I was, I don't know, a year maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm, it was, it was, it wasn't, I wouldn't say like, it was a boring, boring race, but it was a boring race. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing exciting happened. Uh I, I'm happy with the, the result. I kind of want Lewis to win because this is the last possible um, the last possible record Video he has break. to break. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he could break any more records except maybe like most races started. Well, I think Kimmy, Kimmy has that on lock for a little while. Yeah, Kimmy, Kimmy has 21 years ahead of him. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, no, um, Lewis has been in F1 since 2007. Know. Really? Yeah, so he's been here for what? 14, 15 years now. That just goes to show how much I do not know. <laughs> yeah. He actually almost won his champ- a championship in his first season. Oh, okay, wow. Uh, he, the first championship he ever won was in 2008, which was his second season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I, I just really want Lewis to, I like, as much as I like Michael Schumacher and I like the record he set, I'm not a huge fan of him because I didn't watch F1 during his era. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew what it was like as a sport and thing, but I wasn't, I was young, so I wasn't looking at a, F1. So I'm not as big of a Schumacher fan as a lot of F1 commentators and stuff because that's the era they grew up in. So a lot of people maybe don't want Lewis to win to be the record or maybe they just get tired of Lewis winning every match, uh, every every race. But I'm I'm pretty excited to, to see him try and be the record. And mm. I think, I don't know, being your first season watching it would be cool to see like history, basically. Basically, yeah. Because but, you know, you know, I still have a soft spot for Max, so. Yeah. 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 You're obsessed with Max. It's it's weird. It's not weird. Yeah. It's it's weird. I mean, it's kind of weird, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, hopefully that happens this uh season after after he beats the eighth, after he gets a eight world championship. I personally don't care if he wins or loses anymore, because I'm I'm very much a guy who doesn't have a, a, a if one guy win a, a race over another guy, I would not be mad. You don't have bias, basically. Yeah, I, I like almost everybody on that grid. So anybody win that, a race, I'm like super excited. Like, almost everybody? I, like, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> that's why I said almost everybody, because we know who I'm talking about. Yeah, so like, I'm really excited, like, when drivers who normally, like, down the bottom of the grid, they they get they get like um 
pretty good runs. Like Alpine had like a weird run of form in practice and in qualifying this uh this race. Like I think um Esteban Ocon he qualified fifth. Fifth. Yeah. I think that's his best qualifying result since twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen, I think. Yeah. I was back when he was racing with Force India, which became Racing Point, which became Aston Martin. Wow, that's, yeah. that's a lot to follow. Oh, you know, I was going to tell you something. You know the Mercedes team, right? Mm-hmm. The team that they were before they were Mercedes was a team called Braun GP. And they they uh, they won the 2009 World Championship with Jensen Button. Mm-hmm. You don't know who Jensen Button is? No clue. Yeah, so basically the entire reason. And before that, they were, um, I believe, Toyota. Or, or was it? Yeah, they were Toyota, right? Mm-hmm. And... Toyota didn't feel like continuing, so they sold the team to Ross Braun. He works at Mercedes now, mm-hmm. obviously. They sold the team for, for to like uh, to him for like one pound. One pound. Yeah. Um. So and the thing is, Toyota missed out on a championship because what happened is they developed like uh some called what people call the double diffuser and it's just like a a aero, a aero um something to do with like aero and stuff right mm-hmm. and it was it made the car rapid wow it was absolutely disgustingly fast so because Braun took over and stuff mm-hmm. it became Braun GP and that Braun GP car absolutely dominated that 2009 season mm-hmm. yeah and then after that Mercedes bought the team and they didn't really come into prominence until 2014 at the start of the hybrid era you know what the hybrid era is? Well, yeah, electric and... Yeah, so they have... I, I've explained this to you, like, off-podcast, but, like, the ERS system, I think, which is, like, a backup battery they use for a little bit of extra power and stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm pretty fine with anybody winning the race. Mm. Like, back last year, they had uh, Pierre Gasly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he won the twenty nineteen, the twenty twenty Italian Grand Prix in um. No, not Imola. He won in. I forgot. Why can't I remember this? You talked while I try to remember. Um. So, let's talk. Monza. Oh, I was now gonna talk about why Max Verstappen is the best, but thank you. Um, well, why is he the best? Let me hear. Like, I want to hear. So, what What do you think about so many drivers? Um. Okay. Uh, Max Verstappen is the best to me because you know he's cute. Um, I mean, you've only seen him race three times, so I can't really ask you about his skill. But let me ask you about his skill. He go fast. He go fast. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, there's just quality analysis of uh F one races here on Dad's F one podcast. So, <laughs> uh, continue listening to get uh just the best analysts. Don't worry about those guys on sp- uh Sky Sports or any reputable F one <laughs> pundits. Anywhere on the internet, this is the only place you can you get, get in-depth analysis. Like mm-hmm. he go fast. Of course, always. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess uh, I guess that's it. Um, we have uh, just uh, one week, which is so far the shortest time between races till uh, Spain. So mm-hmm. I guess we'll see you next week Sunday. What's that gonna be? The tenth. The eighth? No, the ninth. The ninth. <laughs> I can't count. So the ninth of May. Uh, I guess we'll see you guys. Oh, you guys will hear us then. Uh, thanks for listening to the Digest F One podcast. And uh, you wanna just sign off? Bye. <laughs>